Welcome to Sunny in Seattle with your host, Sunny Joy. And coming up on today's show, well, yep, it's that time again, the first Friday of the month. And that means Dr. Alessandra Duke is stopping by the show today. So join her and Sunny as they talk breadcrumbs versus destinations, ultimate surrender, and so much more. And without further ado, I welcome your hosts for the day, Sunny Joy McMillan and Dr. Alessandra Duke. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to Sunny in Seattle. It is March 4th, which means it's the first Friday of the month, which means I have a fabulous co-host along with me today. Yes. Hi, it's Dr. <laughs> Alessandra Duke. Hello. <laughs> I think we had that down. We're for- here. Yes, yeah. we are. Oh, but Sunny in Seattle is here every Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. KKNW, bringing you amazing guests and resources that will help you live a life filled with peace, joy, freedom, and purpose. It is radio that positively shines. And if you can't catch the show live, you can always access the show archives. Those are found at 1150kknw.com, as well as iTunes and Podcast One and all of the other podcasty places, I think. Uh, so, Alessandra, mm-hmm. I got to see you last first Friday, and now you are back in Florida. Uh, it was so good to be in the studio. Mm-hmm. I was just reminded so much of like, whoa, what I loved about it. And yeah. I just wish I could have followed Benny around all day because I'm just like curious about <laughs> oh, like everything pet. you do, Benny. <laughs> yeah, I really, I just get curious when you have all these like studios and it's so uh-huh. cool. And it was like fun to be there in person. Um, and yeah, now I'm back in, now I'm back in Florida. Yeah. We're wearing very different types of wardrobe. Uh, It looks like we are in very different types of I know. You look, you're a little spaghetti strap tank top and I'm in my like turtleneck sweater. (laughs) Well, those spaghetti straps are, you know, laced together as a sweater. Yeah. Somehow. Somehow we're doing the same. Yes. Yeah, Sunny's Sunny's version is just a different more totally. thorough yeah. version of the spaghetti ge- strap. It's geographically different. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> well, okay, so we have several things. I know we did a little texting beforehand, and I just mm-hmm. I don't even know where to begin because um my heart goes out to you because you have been not feeling well for many months and you just got some new information. I said, let's do a public service announcement on the show today about what you have discovered about your house. So that other people yeah. may be aware of these things for them too. <clears throat> yeah. And yeah. it fits well with, you know, what we were, um, what we also talked about, which is like the art, you know, of holding both and really yeah. understanding that all things there's still divine is in all things. Right. Oh, yeah. And so, um, the, yeah. So after I left Seattle, came down with COVID, not like a big unique situation. Right. It's kind of all the rage lately. <laughs> um, and so um, I have been ill with that, but, um, but I think more, my immune system was just a little bit more susceptible. I've been, you know, a little bit, no, a lot of it sick on and off for the last um, four or five months. And so I thought like, is it long COVID? Is it what's happening? I just kept thinking like, what's going on with my immune system just seems like it can't fight anything. Yeah. And then I, um, I, you know, started to wonder, I kind of noticed in my house, you know, I'm a, a brand new homeowner. So 
Um, I, you know, there's a lot that I don't know. There's a lot I can figure out, but there's a lot that I don't know. And so I, I started noticing like some, some of the wood floor in one of um, my smaller rooms where my office has been um, kind of getting a little darker around the edges. And I was like, hmm, that's interesting. But like, you know, maybe it's nothing. I don't, yeah. you know, I don't know. And, um, and then uh, it just so happened that that paired with, I saw somebody post online about, um, some mold contaminants that had gotten into their house mm-hmm. and, um, they were, you know, she was talking about all of her symptoms and I thought, huh, that's kind of what I've, I've been struggling with. And I started looking into it, like here what were those the side effects and just for, people um, okay. So <clears throat> yeah, it was like, um, sore throat, runny nose, chronic um, sinusitis, which is what I kept being diagnosed with when I thought it was COVID, I'd go see the doctor. Um, And so, you know, just lots of like sinus pain, Mm -hmm. congestion, just feeling like you've got the cold kind of chronically. Mm -hmm. Um, It can be um, sneezing. There can be things like, um, gastrointestinal issues, like um, diarrhea, um, uh, profound fatigue, which Mm -hmm. is what I, the word I would even use, like, I am just so profoundly tired, like next Mm -hmm. level, like in, in people would say, well, maybe you just need to work on your sleep. And I'm just like, (laughs) yeah, wow. I just can't shake it, you know? Um, and so those are the main, um, the consistent mm-hmm. um, symptoms that I saw posted online. Of course, you look on anything online; it's like danger zone. Everybody's got everything. Right. Um, but it just it it just kind of stuck with me a little, and that's what the person that I um, a, an old friend of mine had posted on her Instagram, where she was struggling with these things. She noticed um, just uh, some things with her immune system was having a hard time keeping up. You can see rashes on your skin sometimes. Mm. And, um, I was, you know, I was even like walking by the ocean and all of a sudden my, all of my skin just broke out in this wild rash. And I just don't do that, you know? So, so, and then I started kind of piecing together, you know, I would start to feel better over, course of like a weekend or something. And then like, okay, I'm going to return to work. Then I'd start working my sore, my throat, my sore throat would come back, all of the things. And I just like felt like I couldn't get better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had somebody, you know, just hired somebody. I was like, you know what? I want peace of mind. Come check my air quality, mm-hmm. see if there's mold. This woman came out. She looked immediately. Cause I noticed <laughs> Then more recently, within the last few weeks, I noticed the floor kind of started to buckle. And I was like, ooh, Mm. I at minimum have a leak. So we'll get that taken care of. But first, I want to get the air quality tested. And, you know, step step one, I just need to know, am I okay? She came out and she was like, oh, my gosh. She's like, I don't. I don't even need to run a lab test to tell you like you, this is all she, she um, had this little tester and just found it to be like, they have like a moisture kind of reader, like a little thing that they place on a surface. And it will tell you like, if it's dry or intense moisture or like, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm -hmm. It's just like soaked all on that entire floor in my office was just soaked. So she said, basically what had happened is the, um, the material right below the, um, 
the floor had become just soaked from a leak from my HVAC. Oh, so my air conditioning gosh. system. And so I was basically like sitting, working, breathing in like on a moldy sponge. Oh, and we God. picked up one of the wood, um, um, Planks. Uh, what? Planks. And, um, thank you. And look, and on just on the other flip side of it, where I could see with my own untrained eye, three different colors of mold growth. And so she said, it's not so much the pores because mold grows everywhere, you know, but, um, it's the, it's the gases that they put out. So when you're, you're on top of it, you're around it, you're walking on it, you know, like all of this can be really toxic. And if you have, so she's, she's like, I'm going to send this plank out to get tested at the labs. She said, so you can start any medical treatment that you might need. They might want to put you on something if it's a particular kind of mold. So of course, you know, it's like, I'm, I felt a little like, whoa, okay. I feel so grateful to have these answers. Cause it sounds like it's like my immune system just hasn't been able to fight off anything. Yeah. And so I at least have some answers to just start, um, remediating that issue. Um, and then also, you know, it's just, I, I have this little tender, vulnerable part of me that's like oh no like did I mess this up like this is my first house I ever bought and should I have known and just like dollar signs dancing before me because they have to rip that floor out they have to take the HVAC out the HVAC has to be replaced it needed that anyway and you know we need to do redo the floor and all of that and um she was like whatever you do, like the, the number one first step is get your office out of here. Like you shouldn't even be here, you know? Oh. So, yeah. So it's just been a little bit like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, you know, and you know, life is this way, right? There's, there's a little bit of, um, you know, often clients will reflect to me, like, I look at you and I just think, oh my gosh, you are living your best life. You just wake up so happy <laughs> and you're just like, bring on this day. You know, they're like, that's what I imagine for you. And I'm just like, I love that you hold that imagery for me. I absolutely love it. And in the very practical human sense, it's like, ah, struggling with the like, whoa, I've been ill and whoa, I've been sitting in this play, you know, this area that's been toxic for me and whoa, this is going to cost me and whoa, and whoa, whoa, whoa. So if it's been a little bit, I just found this out on Wednesday this week. So yeah. I'm just getting answers now. Oh my gosh. That's a lot. To so PSA mold mm -hmm. alert. Yes. So if I would anybody imagine anybody is experiencing that. It, and if that were to happen, let's say in Arizona, would it, I wonder mm -hmm. if it would be the same because humidity is so high in Florida. So I would imagine you're more prone yeah. to that than maybe another dry climate. Yes, I think so. I mean, it's like every climate that we're in, it's got its particulars, yeah. right? And so, you know, the Pacific Northwest got to, has its mm -hmm. own thing. And so I, I think, yes, but that's a very, I mean, it's so common here that, you know, we, you want to be careful, but people are not like, whoa. Wow, you know, <laughs> crazy. It's like it's like, yeah, that's something, you know, to really look for. But everybody's been, you know, really supportive and kind. And I contacted one of my homeowning friends and was like, is this my fault? You know? Oh. And she's like, No, you did the hard part. You made the call. Yeah. You found out the information. And now it's just like step by step. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. Knowing that yeah. you are supported along the way.
and the right people yes. and the right resources and all of the things. Yes. Yeah. And majorly calling in, you know, the right resources, the the perfect people mm-hmm. to help me, you know, through this process. And, um, you know, and it's also been a really neat um, experience to feel, um, you know, because my oftentimes my first instinct and, and maybe, I don't know if you ever feel this way, Sunny, but you know, I often struggle with like just feeling alone or feeling like I'm on my, I'm on my own. I've got to, you know, do this all by myself. And that's really, you know, my first instinct is to be like, oh no, you know, and to feel kind of, kind of alone in the process. And so it's, it's been a really quick reminder of how very much not alone I am. It's like, I've got you know, my chosen family and beautiful friendships and, you know, also the, you know, my, my, I would, I guess I would call them now my partner, the person that I've been dating, you know, but I would use partner language and, and say, yeah, like it's, you know, and that, that, you know, that they've really been wonderful. And like, it's so very, I'm so very much not alone. It would be, I'd be hard pressed now again, you know, I don't have, I don't have what maybe some people might consider standard alone, not aloneness, like, oh, you can call a parent or you can call, I don't, you know, I wouldn't mm-hmm. do that, but I do have people in my corner and yes. it's really, um, uh, just a beautiful reminder of that too. Oh, I'm so glad. And I'm so glad you have an answer. Cause I know this has been, we didn't really, I don't think we've talked about this uh, very much. Maybe we mentioned it. Cause you've been on and off sick for quite some time and yeah, to have an answer. Yeah. I'm so glad. So, yeah. yeah, I know. I know me too. It's like all of the snuffling was, I think for a reason. Yes. <laughs> <as it turns out. laughs> yeah. So thank you for letting me issue my PSA yeah. and I, yeah, I'm just working on, um, health and getting better and staying out of that room or, you know, out away yeah. for a long time chunks of time. Yeah. So, and it probably um, was good also I'm thinking back on the past year or so you have traveled so much. Thank goodness that you had some breaks from not being mm-hmm. in that space. Yeah. 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 It's been, it's been nice. Cause it was, it was, it's been really interesting too, to think I've been on and off sick a lot for the last like five or so months when weather changed here. Mm-hmm. And then I've been home more often, you know, when I mm-hmm. did my whole travel and journey across the whole country and was like healthy yeah. the whole time, yes. you know, I've had no issues. And yeah. now all of a sudden it was just like, Whoa, yeah. where did my immune system, like what is going on with me? And like you said, before we hopped on the radio, it's like, I'm incredibly you know, my body is sensitive. I'm energetically sensitive. So yeah. could feel just like something's off. Yeah. Something's not right. Way mm-hmm. to listen. Way to listen. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Oh, so. yeah. Do you, I don't know if you want to know more about that journey, but I'm curious about your, like your updates with like yes. your home search journey. Oh my gosh. And what's been going on for you? Yes. I have some fun. I'm <laughs> speaking of home. <laughs> I was looking at my notes that, that, you know, my little outline from our last first Friday, because it always gives me a gauge of like, what did we talk about oh, yeah. since last month has happened anyway? Um, and I had said, I think my words were that the house search had flattened me. And I'm like, so now <laughs> if I was flattened before, then what am I like underground now? <laughs> it's like, I'm like below the surface. It's so uh, bad. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. It's amazing to see you laugh about it though, as you say it. The reason that I'm laughing, and I will say uh-huh. this, um, that I had like, usually I know what to do to keep my resilience up so that I can weather uh, what life throws at me. And it, you know, it's that combination of the right amount of rest or sleep, the right nutrition, mm-hmm. um, feeding my body good things, um, being careful about alcohol intake or uh, um, all the other things, the lifestyle choices, like making sure I have movement. And usually I am pretty good at being able to keep my resilience up. And last weekend was one of those weekends where we had, I'll, I'll tell you a funny story about this. And there is a lesson in this, like listening to this little <laughs> small voice um, because we had a, a near miss of something that is hilarious thinking about it now, but it would have been disastrous if we had actually moved into this place knowing what we know yeah. now. Um, but yeah, Monday, I had one of those days where I, I just cried. And it is rare that I do this, but I ended up, I had talked to my parents that day um, and because I wanted to get their thoughts and some support around one of these properties that had come up. And I just broke down. And it was just the first time that I've done that with them or really in general mm. in a long time. And I, I, I spent like the first half of that day in just, just frustration and confusion and fear and anger and all of the, all of the things. And then by the second half of the day, I got my stuff together. And then the next day it, I was able to, like, I was back up and running again. Um, and I felt Mm. really good the rest of this week. Um, so, you know, just, I think sometimes it, our tendency can be to go to those easy buttons or um, what is Brooke Castillo calls them buffering behaviors, numbing, distraction. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. At the, during that day, I could have gone to the fridge, gone to the bottle, gone to, I don't know what, like binging on Netflix. I mean, there's, uh, yeah, I don't have, there's no judgment around any of this. I just know that all of those things when not done with the right intent can lead to a hangover. I mean, literally if it's the bottle or metaphorically if it's the other things too Mm -hmm. um physical emotional spiritual hangover um so anyway i did i did things the the way that i could best support my being but okay point being (laughs) we started looking for a place before we left petaluma to make the drive back to seattle that was october like mid-october so i mean we're going on four months of active searching here and people are like what you can't find a place but as I've said before, we have some very specific criteria. It needs to be at a certain <laughs> price range if I'm going back to school and we're having two households and I don't know how much I'm going to be able to work. Um, it needs to be a place that will accept not only two cats, but a giant dog who looks like a German shepherd. We did send out her DNA test uh, <gasps> and we're waiting on results. I should have them before next okay. Friday. Oh, but I can't wait to hear. A lot of places have breed restrictions and she looks like a German shepherd or Belgian Malinois. Um, so anyway... There, and it needs to be in a certain part of town so that Chase can commute to Sumner, but we're in Seattle because that's, that is our chosen home. So anyway, there's a lot of criteria, which is, and the rental market is crazy. So it's apply first, ask questions later. So we've got hundreds of dollars in applications fees, like just even trying to get in the queue to talk to someone and see a place. Like It's just bananas, Alessandra. Okay. So the funny story this past weekend was like the ultimate flattening weekend. Now, let me just put a little like footnote little ding ding asterisk okay here's my footnote this has been the greatest most wonderful exercise in surrender that I have 
ever had the practical application of living. Like it is just there's there's nothing left to hold on to anymore. This is completely out of our hands. Um, <laughs> and it's kind of like divinity school where I can try to make myself look great on paper and I put forth the best writing sample and Thank you, Alessandra and others who wrote fantastic recommendations. Yes, it was my pleasure. Well, thank you. And it made a difference. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, you put yourself out there in that way. And then and then it's really up to the universe and the the divine really to to what's going to happen next. And I feel this way. Like here we are on paper. This is our life right now. This is what we this is the criteria we're looking for. And uh, here we are. Can we live in this place? And so it's it's totally out of your hands at a certain point. So this past weekend, all to the point, we had found a wonderful, it's a beautiful home. It's like a a three or four story home and we would have the little basement. So keep in mind, I, and oh, also another little side note. I know I got into one of the schools. Like, did I tell you this? (gasps) Oh no. Okay. So I forget what I haven't even tell you. (laughs) So that's the divinity school update. Okay, so this Are you is going to say where or no. Oh You're yeah, absolutely. I don't mind saying, but this is what's funny. I I didn't even know that I'd gotten in. They this is okay. This is Vanderbilt. We're just talking about Vanderbilt right now. Um, sorry that you got into. <laughs> yes, but I didn't know because they sent me an email that said, um, "You're you know, this is the email said you're a top applicant. We'd like to have an interview with you." And I thought, "Oh, how wonderful!" So I go show up for this interview, and it had a funny like the event name when you scheduled it on your calendar. It said full tuition scholarship interview. And I was like, am I being <gasps> interviewed for full tuition? But then nobody said anything. The email didn't say it. It was just like this little like in passing, you could see it when it showed up on your calendar as like a little, you know, when you receive a calendar invite from someone and it just was like yeah, mentioned in passing at like the bottom of the calendar invite. And I thought, is that what this is? So nobody told me anything. So I show up for the interview and she's like, well, as you know, you've been admitted. It's just a matter of your financial like merit based scholarship. And I was like, I didn't know I'd been admitted, but thank you. <laughs> so anyway, I know I will be wow. at Divinity School next year. At least. Yeah. Even if I, thank you, Alessandra. This is wonderful. Okay. Congratulations. (laughs) You're like, okay, okay, okay. (laughs) But I'm very excited. I am too. I wrote those letters with full heart. I was like, this lady, you all, you all need to take Sunny or I just. (laughs) Take her or I have to. It makes no sense. Entertain her for another year while she tries again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I was telling Sonny and Chase, like when I was writing your letter, letter, I just wanted to be like, y'all are idiots. If you don't take her, that's not very spiritual. Of me, I just believe in you so much, you know? Thank you, yeah. Alessandra. And mm-hmm. I did for another reason. I had the opportunity to read your letter this week and um, I was so freaking touched. I just, I mean, mm-hmm. I feel so honored, honored and humbled. And if I can live up to half of what was in that letter, that would be such a, I I had I had the That's opportunity about to you. Well, thank that you, is like Alessandra. you do live up to that all of it. Oh, well, okay. So long story <laughs> Take short, it in, Sunny. <laughs> thank you. I'm breathing. I'm literally breathing for anyone mm-hmm. out there. This is a mm-hmm. it's a form of upper limiting if you do not receive a compliment. And so actually not only letting the words mm-hmm. land, but you can in your physicality receive a compliment. So when Alessandra says things like this or when I practice receiving, I actually do a big inhale and I relax my body. It is a way energetically and physically of receiving whatever is given. So practice that. I have to, I do practice that. I know that I need to. So if anyone else out there has mm-hmm. issues receiving um, love, support, compliments, compensation, any of the things, 
Breathe deeply when someone offers it up it in. in addition to verbally acknowledging or just letting it land. So, okay. Yeah. So. And there's something deeply joyful for me about torturing you with compliments. <laughs> I have a couple of other friends in my life. I think you are my soul guides in this regard. I have one friend, you know, Perry in Texas, and she she will say something and I'll be like, but, but, and she'll say, what do you say, Sonny? Thank you, yeah. Perry. Thank yes. you, Perry. Yeah. We have this little like right. parrot routine anyway. Yeah. Um, okay. So long story short on that one, I know that I'm going to be gone eight months of the year for this um, program at a minimum. That's, you know, my semesters will be four months long. And this is assuming I don't stick around for holidays or I don't do summer school, things like that. So Chase does not need something. We, we, he, and he will be gone in Sumner all day, every day. So we just need something that's cute and little and um, we'll just do the trick for the next three years. So this mm-hmm. was the basement of this really beautiful three-story, four-story house in our old neighborhood. It is within two blocks of Jenny and Johnny, our old neighbors. We're so excited. It's nothing fancy, but we can park the Airstream there. They love our animals. Like, it was awesome. Okay, but you know you're going to have upstairs tenants. And I said, so tell me about the people upstairs because we're early to bed, early to rise. Uh, we're, you know, we're, we're, we might as well, we would fit in well at a, um, a, a more 55 plus community, you know, with our lifestyle <laughs> and our sleep habits. So that's important to us. And mm-hmm. the gentleman who just bought the property and was now filling it with tenants, uh, he's just the nicest young guy. And he said, oh, well, I think they're, they're young professionals. And I said, oh, what do you mean by young? 30s. I said, okay. Is it, a, is it like a, a fam- family? Are they related? Like, no, it's just a group. I said, okay. Um, what's the breakdown? Four guys and a girl. I thought, oh, God, this is not looking good. And Chase was like, well, Sonny, how bad can it be? And I, the, the, the nice young man was, he said, oh, um, I, I, I said, could we talk to them? And he said, I'd be happy to. Let me just make sure that's okay. So he gives us their, um, their phone number. We text them. For the person who was, I guess, kind of the head of the group who'd signed the main the main part of the lease. And we didn't hear back for 24 hours at least. So while this is all happening, we're going, the, people are, you have such a narrow window to say you're going to take a property. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm going to give the mm-hmm. lease to someone else if you can't decide. And I said, Chase, yeah. we cannot, we cannot not know what's going on upstairs. And there was just this gut part of me that was like, I know he said they were young professionals. I know he seemed confident about them. I know they have a dog and all the, you know, it's nice stuff. I didn't give up on this. And so, mind you, um, we get a text the next day. And as it turns out, they are, yes, they are young professionals by day, but they are also a music group. And they produce music <laughs> at night. And they will be using part of the home as a studio for music production and they have a drummer and a dj which if you no, <laughs> no. did you say dj oh yeah yeah that's what we'd be hearing 4 a.m yes. <laughs> <laughs> and i was like other than an, an operating meth lab which even that maybe they would be more quiet maybe they'd keep strange hours God, but do it they would have be like quiet. a silent drum kit no and he they were very nice and he said 
you know, we were going to check with all the neighbors before we get crack a on the drums. And I'm thinking. Was that a quote? crack a oh, yeah. That was a quoted word, too. No crack-a-lackin'. Yep. Yep. And, um, yeah, so at this point, Chase and I, I mean, I just started laughing. And we're so, I don't want to say we're desperate, but when you are so beaten down. Oh, and also, mind you, this past weekend at the exact same time. We had to be out of our Airbnb that we've been in for two months. This delightful little place in West Seattle, we extended as long as we could, but she had new people. I mean, it's an Airbnb. And, you know, like you can't – We we're like we think we're going to be renting a place, so we don't want to extend for another month at an Airbnb yeah. that is triple whatever our rent's going to be because Airbnb is just bananas expensive. So mm-hmm. we're waiting till the last minute. So we're like having to move into another place for just a week, and these are like mini moves every time we're moving Airbnbs. I was just so tired, and we were just so ready, and the thought that we could take possession of this place, get the airstream in there, move things in immediately. Like, we were we were so close, Alessandra, within a hair of just signing the lease and just being like, oh. who cares what's happening upstairs? Oh, my gosh. Thank gosh. God. <laughs> I mean, and I just can't. It's hard for me to even imagine, like, a noisier bunch. I'm just like, is, yeah. if that is was one of the other, it just makes me think like was one of the other applicants like their best friends so they just said whatever they needed to to get you to have interested just came to mind like what nothing scares people away more than being like and we're a band late at night and we drum and uh-huh. we teach. <laughs> well, I think other than like I thought you were going to say they were circus performers, maybe I could even handle that. That would and the thing that I right. have like okay, if you've ever been to Burning Man, um, um, I, I, this is just I have these memories, and so Burning Man, we usually would go for the full time, so it's eleven days, and it is it is like it is the closest thing I could compare it to in terms of its it, the life there. You know, they say New York is the city that never sleeps. Burning Man does not sleep. It is like Las Vegas, except with bass. There's a lot going there. A lot going yes. on there. Yes. And yeah. because there are these sound <laughs> camps, and you will, it's not that you just don't hear the music. It is vibrating through your being 24-7. So when you're laying there trying to sleep at, whether that's 4 a.m. or 4 p.m., depending on what you've been doing, you are vibrating in your camp, in the RV or in the, you know, your tent or whatever. And it is, that is what I was envisioning, living, like laying in our bed down in the basement and it being like Burning Man, except 365 days Yes. Oh my gosh. So then I'm really curious, like what are you doing with this from your spiritual lens? Okay, and so- like you're in the mm-hmm. thick of it. What are you what are you making of all this? Thank you for asking that. And mind you, can I just also pile on top of what happened last weekend? Mm-hmm. There was and I, I even I I kind of like to go by Brene Brown's rule of sharing the most vulnerable things once you're healed on them and once you're a little bit behind them. So I'm just going to here's my PS. Well, not PS, my disclaimer for what I'm about to say. I don't know the outcome of what I'm about to share, and it also has been incredibly painful this week. So I'm just going to put it out there, and it's not, you know, this isn't like something super deep. But I will say, at the same time that this place was happening, and this, you know, the little basement um, uh, slash Burning Man Musing Studio that could have happened, there was the most ideal rental that I have seen come across. And I'm, and I'm. I have lived in some cool places in my life, and I feel very blessed to have done that with my ex-husband. You know, some just some properties that were banana pancakes over the top that <laughs> I just I look back on it. I'm like, mm-hmm. how did I even get to live there in this lifetime? Anyway, uh, this place mm-hmm. rivaled it, and it was in our price range. It was at the top of our price range, but it was – and I don't want to say a whole lot about it, um, but I'll just say that it's a very unique community. 
in the Seattle area. I can't believe it exists in Seattle. Lots of animals. Um, and it was just a little house on the middle of this beautiful, huge property that is still within, like, it's it's within a mile of our old neighborhood. It's kind of crazy. I didn't even know it existed. Um, mm-hmm. And we were the first applicants in the door. There were some very interesting synchronicities between my family and the family who owns this property who has since, like, the 1800s. Um, and we thought for sure this was going to work out. And they have big concerns because I'm going to grad school. They don't understand why I'm leaving for eight months. They are very concerned that this is not going to work for Chase and I and that we'll pull out of the lease. We even agreed mm. to pay a ridiculous, like, the year up front type of a situation because we've heard wow. that's what you uh-huh. have to do in Seattle. Yeah. We had a friend who did that and said, look, if you are, you're in the running for places, often you may have to offer six months or a year up front to that's even so, be considered. Uh. So we had done that. And and even with that, they were just like, what are you going to do? Two households on either coast. You're a student. You're not even going to be able to work. How are, They just had big concerns about what the future held for us, which I understand that. This is an amazing property, and they like to get tenants in there for they, their tenants usually stay four to ten years because this property mm. is so special. Um, there are just a few little houses on this 20 acres, mm. and it's it's crazy. And so we thought we had it as of Sunday when the basement music group, like all this is happening at the same time on the same day that we're trying to move Airbnbs and we don't know where we're going after seven days. It just was so much stress. And so when you ask about the spiritual part of it, um, uh, oh, I just lost you. Oh, there you are. Here I am. Yeah. (laughs) Um, To lose that, to feel like we lost that place on Monday because now there was a lot more interest and I think they want to consider people who can commit with a way that they are comfortable with to long-term living there, like to a more than a year lease. Um, mm-hmm. I think we're out of the running for it. And to have it be that close, we were at And here's the other part. We had just come from the music studio basement place and we were having a meal at our favorite place in our old neighborhood. And I get a call from the big special property. And she said, I think we're the first people to view it. And she said, Hey, I mean, I don't know if you're anywhere close. And I was like, we're 10 minutes. We just happen to be in that part of town. I said, we can come yeah. now. So we get to go see it. And we are just, I'm, I pull up and we're, I'm in tears because my connection to this place and it's so beautiful and we get to see it. And we, we think that we think that's it. We think we're uh-huh. going to get it because it was the, the way yeah. verbal things were happening. It seemed like yeah. it was a done deal. And then Monday morning comes, we wake up and we're like, oh, thank gosh, the universe prevented us from getting the basement studio because we were supposed to live on this special place. And we get a call the next day and they express their concerns about us for long term tenancy because of my school plans um, and how up in the air we are. And so it just felt like it was ripped out from underneath us. And I'm like, universe, why? Why did you show us this place? And Get our heart, our spirit so excited about the potential for living here. Like, I'm getting emotional talking about it. You can tell. Mm-hmm. So Monday, mm-hmm. I just was like, I give up. I give yeah, up. Just, I give up. And it was the most, to answer your spiritual question, finally, after 15 minutes, mm-hmm. it was it was the most give up I've been. It was like the give up where all of the energy just kind of comes out of you. And I just felt like all of it, I just, I... I have this vision when I do my offering, Tosha Silver style, of like I just put the in my mind's eye, I put this property in my hands and I just lifted it up. And I said, mm-hmm. I'm offering this up to the divine. 
I know there is a plan for us. I know that there's, there are timing issues. There are a lot of moving pieces coming together for us to find the right place. I know that this four months is because of certain things that are moving that haven't been decided yet. And I know that we're going to find the perfect place because everything in my life has always worked out for the good, even if it doesn't make sense in the moment. And I just, to have that pulled, to feel like it was pulled out of our grasp was just like the whole thing was pulled out of our grasp. The air just went out of it. And now I'm, we have not been that down to the wire about where are we going tomorrow? We didn't have an Airbnb booked until Sunday, Saturday night, because we thought we might take possession of a place on Sunday. Like it, I've never been this touch and go. And yeah. so for me, it is just like you, when you were on that trip, sometimes you didn't know where you were going until the 24 hours before mm, there is no yeah. better way to learn trust, no better way to learn mm-hmm. just, you know, I, I give up like hands in the mm-hmm. air, like never before. Mm-hmm. So now we just keep applying. We keep going to showings. I've got two today. We've got one on Sunday. We had two yesterday. There are some promising places. I have no idea how this is going to shake out. I have no idea, mm. but, um, to, I, I don't know how else to say this because again, this is happening in the moment and we're still in it. So my articulation is not going to be the same as a month from now when I look back and mm-hmm. who knows if we're in a place mm-hmm. by then. Um, there is a sense of relief knowing this is out of our hands because I was getting so graspy about that perfect place to yeah. be able to reframe it as this is so out of our hands. There's a relief in that. Mm. And I think it would mm-hmm. only be a relief if you're a person who trusts that's a benevolent, responsive, supportive universe, which I absolutely do. I have evidence for it. Um, you can't prove that it's not the case um, in mm-hmm. my mind. So here I am just saying we're going to be directed exactly where we're supposed to be. And the way that I'm reframing that perfect place that kind of came out of our hands on Monday, um, for the time being anyway, who knows what will happen, um, is that um, it's showing what is possible. Like, so now okay. in the future, let's say once we come back to Seattle, you better believe I'm going to be knocking on their door with our permanent commitment to be in Seattle. <laughs> My school is done. I'm, who knows, I'm establishing a church here in the area. Mm. Please consider us when you next have a tenancy available while we look for a, a, you know, we look to buy a house. I mean, who knows? So I'm reframing it that way at this point, but it's mm-hmm. been, oh my gosh, I, I, uh, lessons, listen to the still small voice, even if your human is saying, just sign the lease, you've got to find a place. This yep. is ridiculous. It's been going on too long. Find your resilience reserves and listen to the voice. And then also, mm-hmm. <sighs> the situations that are the most frustrating can sometimes be the biggest teachers of surrendering to the greater plan, whatever that is right. from your soul in the universe. And we just, it's like, it's, I'm just having multiple thoughts, but like one is it can just be so hard to hold because it's like, just because you, you have such fierce belief in divine presence and divine love and having divine support does not always mean that it's, you just feel like great and super happy and taken care of, right? There, there is something in this. It's like, we're always just holding both. Like, some of these life parts really suck and are really, really hard. Yeah. And some of them are really beautiful. And then everything in between, you yes. know? Um, and I think sometimes it, it's a tough reminder of like, yeah, there's a lot of times when you can experience like, 
envisioning and stepping into these visions. Wow, you know, the universe brought me this. This is amazing. But there's equally these times where it's like, wow, universe, Mm -hmm. thank you for this this difficult time, Mm -hmm. right? Like Tosha Silver is talking a lot about the radical gratitude, and you were talking about that book before. Oh, that's how it's just like this is just as important as like honoring these hardships, even when it's difficult. Yes. And I will say mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's been, this is like, I, I, I actually was coming into the studio this morning. I have felt the best that I have felt in a really long time. And I will say that because one of the things that this whole house search has done, well, let me back up. 2021 was a difficult year. Not, I, not for the reasons that it was for other people, Um, I feel very blessed in terms of how we have fared through the pandemic for a variety of reasons. I haven't had a lot of fear around that, Um, but discomfort in that, you know, I had a plan to go to Uh divinity school. I thought I would be starting in the fall and then we go on this epic road trip adventure, which was awesome. But all the while I did not feel generative in my work. Like that's part of the reason we took that road trip. It made no financial sense to take a seven-month sabbatical as we lead up to me going to grad school, not knowing what kind of aid or scholarships I would get. We should have been, I say should have, if you live by our cultural instruction on Mm. savings and money and preparing for big things like grad school, you do not take off seven months and go travel the country. I get that. (laughs) But I have learned to follow my heart and my spirit in those situations and I haven't been proven wrong yet in terms of things that I regret doing, um, and I'm so glad that I did. But during that that time, I always had that fear brain going, what are you doing? The knowing said you're exactly where you're supposed to be, and I could find that knowing. But the brain was always saying, what the heck are you doing? Um, and, and during that time, what was exacerbating some of the fear moments were I did not feel generative. Like I usually during the course of a good week for me am inspired to write certain things. I have tons of content that can come up with. I am always thinking of classes and things I want to teach and ideas for how to pull together like, mm-hmm. you know, cool biblical stuff with new age stuff. And I did not feel that for, oh, Alessandra, for really all of 2021. I just mm-hmm. felt so exhausted mm-hmm when I didn't get into divinity school and exhausted for some work reasons too, that I just, you know, it just, we had to take that time off and reset. And then once we got back to Seattle, we got here in November and you know, it's holidays, it's dark, it's all the things I was not feeling generative. And of course, all of my energy went to those applications. I gave them my all man and I'm glad, but I just, I was waiting, you know, January, the clock turns once the applications are in February and I'm, I'm seeing glimpses of my generative inspired self that's connected in spirit, that's feeling like tapped in, tuned in, turned on, like Abraham Hicks style. But it's only been within the last several weeks that I'm like, oh my God, there I am again. Here I am. I am so flipping excited about divinity school. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait to start a church Mm -hmm. and like write another book. And I'm, I'm like, I'm firing on all cylinders again. And so I noticed that even while these really difficult human things are happening, my spirit is alive and trusting mm. in a way that 
um, you know, 2021, I knew the things that I needed to do. And I kept, you know, I had, of course, we got my Soul Digger membership group. And my gosh, those women are amazing. And I show up every week for that. And I feel good. And that really inspires me. But that and the show are really the two high points of my week that I just had to really look to. But now I'm like, oh, here we are again. Now I'm feeling like myself. So even in the midst of, yeah, like I said, the really, um, and when I say difficult, my gosh, that's all relative. The privilege of even being able to get an air, <laughs> beautiful little Airbnbs and, and be able to stay in temporary places while we look for a cute little rental. I mean, it may be modest, but it's going to be amazing. You know, we're going to make it cute. Like all those things, I feel great privilege. Like so, but it's all you know. It's it's relative to what you're what you're used to, and so thankfully, mm-hmm. my difficult circumstances are nothing compared to others out there. Um, but anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, you can. You you said this earlier. You can hold both. Um, there is both uh-huh. happening right now for me, and I'm really excited in the midst of not knowing. Actually, we have to be out of our next Airbnb next. This weekend, and I have no idea if we're going to find a place. I don't know where we're going. Right. Yeah. Right. And the, I think the pain of, you know, the pain of the unknown or being feeling deeply unsettled or mm-hmm. that kind of confusion, it's like, it's, it's, it's kind of incomparable to, you know, to among all of us because it really is all relative and it mm-hmm. is still just so the, the human experience, it's just so painful when mm-hmm. we've got this kind of, idea from our human mind of how we would like things to kind of work out and go forth. And it's just not going that way. That is a, that is a painful experience, you know? And it's like, I, this, this, what you're describing right now really reminds me of, um, you know, right when things, you know, when I was on my own journey out here and, it was something, a rental was supposed to come through, then it wasn't pulled Mm -hmm. through. And I lost it in my last 24 hours staying at the Airbnb. And I just was like, I feel like I'm following all of these signs and all of these divine hunches and nudges. And why isn't it working? Why isn't it working? Why isn't it working? You know, and then Mm -hmm. just reminding myself to surrender. And it was really, you know, as I look back, just such a perfect, um, issue of timing because I remember it was like I was in my last 24 hours at this Airbnb and I thought what am I gonna do Mm -hmm. I don't even have a place to stay tonight yeah and that was like I I just thought okay I just where do people stay temporarily so they can figure it out I really thought this one thing was gonna pull through and then that's when I bopped from like a hotel for one night, like, whoa, let me just hold on a second, you know, stayed with a friend over the weekend. And by the end of the weekend, this place had opened up and pulled through and the timing of it ended up working so perfectly and, you know, opening up a lot more other opportunities um, for me later on. And I couldn't have seen all of that, you know, and I really do believe even the weekend that I spent with that friend was there was you know, that was intended to be there, yes. you know, the, the place where I accidentally had no idea where I was, where I was staying at a hotel, like that particular hotel, I was, you know, I ended up going there later on for some free yoga. And I was like, Oh, whoa, you know, it was just like, yeah, I, it, it ended up being so divinely timed, yes. but certainly not at all what my human mind had planned or would have felt safe with. Yeah. Or supported by. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is really, it's spiritual CrossFit in my mind. It is, uh, there, it, it, 
That's a great way to put it. Yeah. There's no, I don't know any other way to learn trust until things have gone down to the wire and you are always mm-hmm. beautifully, you or anyone, me, um, mm-hmm. are provided for. And I'm, I'm getting that on so many fronts and fronts that are like root chakra things, you know, housing mm-hmm. and, and finances, like those really, those deep seated human survival fear type things. Um, yeah. And, 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 uh, you know, the other thing that I was thinking um, as we were approaching the show, and I know I teased it up um, in the intros, <laughs> and, but this idea of breadcrumbs versus destinations. And I think I think sometimes when I view something as a destination, and I'll give a couple of examples, and I'm curious if this lands with you too, Alessandra, but when I view something as a destination, I tend to, when I want to get there when I get there like plant my flag and I close the door and I'm not going out the door into the future so I can't see what else is on the path that keeps going um and I think sometimes I get like I'll use the the example that had come to mind first when I was looking back at this past year and how how uncomfortable it was on so many fronts and how perfect it was on you know other like soul fronts it was perfect human fronts it's uncomfortable is that I had set my, you know, I planted my flag as destination divinity school fall 2022. And I hadn't mm-hmm. even looked at what could be possibly leading us forward as a different breadcrumb or even to back it up. Um, when I signed up for life coaching with Martha Beck, life coach training in 2013, and then went on to do master coach training in 2016. And then you come out of that and you think, okay, my, my be all end all or what I'm going to be doing, you know, this is my destination is life coach practice. This is what I'm doing. And I held that so tightly for so long. I wonder if that's why it took so long for the breadcrumb of divinity school to click. Um, because clearly, my gosh, I have never felt more excited or called to something because with coaching, I am, that is like a necessary part of the toolkit that I bring. And I cannot wait to bring Mm -hmm. what Martha Beck teaches into the counseling aspect of pastoral care and some of the psychology classes, classes I plan to take to kind of mush it all together. Kind of like what you do. Um, Yeah. But it's not, it was a life coaching and training and my practice was a breadcrumb, not a destination. And Mm. so now I'm looking at, okay, 2021 was one of those, it was a breadcrumb. And so there's just, I'm trying to reframe how I look at things so that I am always open to what comes next instead of getting, planting my flag, getting comfortable and thinking that I'm like, you know, the path keeps going over there, but my gosh, I'm ready to get comfortable in my little house over here, metaphorically or literally, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So anyway, yeah, I just, yeah, um, seeing this, that's another way of looking at this, seeing it as breadcrumbs and not destinations is a lot better way that I can let go and be in the flow of what comes next as opposed to holding Mm -hmm. too tightly to one rental house or one school for divinity school or one Mm -hmm. way that my work can look in a life coaching practice, you know, that kind of Mm -hmm. thing. I don't know if Mm -hmm. that makes any sense, but. Yeah. I mean, I I think that it does make a lot of sense. And I think that we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. Um, I don't know if you could see me smiling this way. Oscar Mm -hmm. is right outside the door here, like um, putting his little hands up, like, please let me. Or maybe he's putting his hands up saying, I surrender. I I give up. (laughs) (laughs) He's doing all kinds of, all kinds of things right there. Um, But yeah, just thinking about, um, I just think it takes such the pressure off of like, it's a breadcrumb not a destination because I think there are so many of us who 
you know, pursue a particular career and then are like, you know, get to a certain point and well, wait a minute, this isn't, this isn't what I want, or this isn't what I thought it would be, or this isn't what I hoped. And, and I think that we can get really down on ourselves. Like this isn't the house that, that I'd end up with or whatever it is. Yeah. And so, um, and I think that we can find, if we look back over the course of our lives, all of these experiences that, you know, these risks that we take add up to this, like, divine unique constellation of knowledge and wisdom that we you know that we're gathering along the Mm -hmm. way that we don't even realize we're gathering you know I think about I think about even like all of the you know the sensual dance classes that I took over the years and then the there you know then working in therapy for so many years and doing and now that that has all added up I had no idea those were breadcrumbs to now you know a coaching practice that focuses more on sensuality and pleasure and you know all Mm -hmm. of these things that have added up along the way and we have such pressure on ourselves to know and to have it all sorted out you know and so I think that like that that divine trust of like these are all breadcrumbs of a larger picture that I'll understand later you know or a lot of my clients get stuck in the why why is this happening why do I feel this way why 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 and it's like can it be okay that this is just where you are and this is just how you feel and it may not make a lot of sense right now but like you'll understand it later Yeah, that's, and I will say just as a practical matter, two things that uh, while my knowing is always my knowing, and I can trust that Mm -hmm. the mind, the human, the human brain, I will just say that human brain um, needs certain things. And so two things that helped me were um, I, I knew like I would, let's just say we have one particular friend who says, no matter what, you can stay on our couch. And so the back of my mind, knowing that that option was always there. I mean, of course, we have the Airstream, which is, thank goodness, I feel so blessed for that. But to have something in the back of my mind, even it was, even if it wasn't an ideal option, allowed me to relax enough where I could be waiting for the flow, the divine flow to come through. Um, and then also, mm-hmm. when you talk about the why, I usually will come up with, even though I have no way of predicting it, I will come up with at least three reasons why a situation is perfect. Why is it perfect? Mm-hmm. Three reasons why it's perfect that this perfect property was was taken from us on Monday. Three reasons yes. why it's perfect. And I can easily come up with three reasons why it might just be perfect. And that gives me, mm-hmm. okay, my brain can chew on that while I go forward in spirit, following heart and spirit to, you know, mm-hmm. keep going. So anyway, I don't know if that's helpful for anybody, mm-hmm. but... Yeah. And I just always like the question, like, what else is possible? Like, let's Mm -hmm. put all the ideas ever that you can think of, no matter how wildly wild they feel. (laughs) And like, what are the other options? Are we being pushed Mm -hmm. to get more creative? Mm -hmm. Am I looking too narrowly at Mm -hmm. this? You know, I always, I think that sometimes, um, you know, for a lot of my clients, there can be like this polarizing effect of like, it either needs to be this option. I, you know, for example, I Airbnb or I find it this way and it's like, okay, but what are all of the options, Mm -hmm. you know, in between that you, you could even think like, whoa, this would be crazy. What if we also did this? Right. I just like to like, let's just generate and get ridiculous so that no matter what it is that you're seeking, it's like, um, I just feel the universe is divine and kind and also deeply creative with a wonderful sense of humor. So it's like wild, get wild with your options. And Benny has basically got the hook out for us now with the music going. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, that's a perfect place to end. Okay, this has been Sunny in Seattle on a first Friday. So I am Sunny Joy, one of your hosts, joined by... Dr. Alessandra Duke. And Sunny in Seattle will be back next week. Thanks, Benny, for running the board.